Dice rolling motherfucking radio. Nice policy. They've talked about like getting less strict with it, but I think right now they're still doing it. Random stores, the dispo. The dispo? No. Yeah. No, I dispensary. And they made you swear a mask. And mask checked you? Oh. <laughs> yeah, love mask checked me. Yeah. Is that like with MJ? MJ. Like sock checks when you got to the dispo. Now they even check your mask. Oh, I was talking to somebody like, remember the sketchy days like on Chula Vista? Like not that long ago. Like 2014, 2015. That sounds a long time ago, but like if we're putting it in retrospect, that's not that long ago, right? Yeah. Like five, yeah. six years or so. But, like, do the sketchy days, like, trying to get weed at the dispos when you had to have, like, a wreck and well, just, like, you see all types of walks of lives just come in. It's yeah, just like, dude. like the, the business professionals. Well, it's like you walk in and you just feel like you're going into, like, something super sketchy, like this security guard, black-ass windows yeah. and just, like... No cell phones. No cell phone pictures, nothing. Just like, and then you walk in and it's just like nothing but weed everywhere. Just like under like these like homemade little, like, I don't know even what to call them. Like to keep these, like the bud plants alive or whatever. It's just like. Yeah. Like some super sketchy operation. I did that during COVID. I worked at a chop shop. That's what they would call them. I remember I would do it like Chula Vista, literally Broadway. Just full of it. Not to snitch on nobody, but. Yeah, Spring, Spring Valley. Valley, yeah. I, they didn't. It was dude. That shit. We weren't allowed to bring our phones with us, like at work. Like we had to lock our phones up. Damn. And it was like hella sketchy. And then there was like a drive-by shooting, and I never went back. Dude, they cracked down hard on like, especially like I'm telling you, Chula Vista, like from like Main Street to like East Street, like yeah. in that area alone was just like a like a strand of just dispos, like green crosses it, everywhere. It was like a loophole. In the land or something that yeah. made them able to do that. There was a mo- yeah. That's that why in Spring Valley too is like all on one street, because whatever it was, because cops would like come by and shit. Even when there was that shooting, mm-hmm. the cops never like went in the dispo. It yeah. was weird. But then all Somebody's these other making ones, money off of it. Well, no, they was gonna say like all these big ones now are coming in, like cookies right. and. Like March and Ash, and like right. all these different, like you know, ones that are paying the taxes, the legal ones, basically yeah. pay off all the costs and everything, and get them the rest of these other ones off the block. Mm-hmm. You know, just raid these other ones that are just super sketchy. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's no different than yeah, that's just crazy. Genderifying with the, in the weed community, I guess, just like getting all the all the do-it-yourself guys out of here, putting in the business the suits of weed in there. Yeah, I got my first wreck when I, in 2011. Really? And then, like, wow. Yeah, then I think after some time it just like wasn't good anymore. And then like um I just never got another one. So I never <laughs> kinda missed like the whole needing one sort of phase. See look I'm saying like, look what COVID has done. You know, it's monopolized weed and all that. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. But then I don't know. I still su- support the homies, kind of. Support the homies. Support, support your local. local. <laughs> yeah, I would say support your local, your local weed dealer. dispensary drug person. I mean, I don't even think people even get it from this was anymore. We probably just have a weed guy still in 2022. Yeah, just not to snitch on nobody. Definitely. No snitching definitely. or anything. Yeah, yeah. don't have to go far to find it. Yeah. You know, support go, local. Just find somebody, bro. It's, it's not hard. Actually, it probably is hard. No, it's right here. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> on that note, an, an intro. Is in order. We haven't had a podcast in like. I actually went back. It's been almost. It's been almost a year. May. It was May. 
when we did the Rossi and the Seb one. Yeah, and it dice rolling motherfucking radio. Fat pause. We were doing events and shit. But hey, we're back. Favorite pod ever. On a Monday. On a Monday. San Diego's finest. Dice roller. Dice roller. Motherfucking radio. Coming at you stronger than ever. Better than ever. With some. Recording live from Good Faith. From Good Faith. Dude, we're in Good Faith now. It's crazy. How does that feel for you? Well, it's crazy that like three, four years ago, we did a How to Start a Podcast class. At good faith, yeah, I guess full circle shit. I've thought about that before. It's like now I forgot we were told or we were asked to teach yeah. a podcast class right. here in this building. And the last pod was at Supreme Studios, right? But then, yeah, we, we were in Supreme Studios. Around. We wanted to do it inside the studio uh, that we were doing the Swab City album. Yeah, so, where the, the album got recorded. Yeah, that's recorded. And then before that, it was like. Chicago Takeover episode that was like an eighteen thirty. Yeah, dude, a whole. I mean, we we dropped like four pods, I think, all mm-hmm. of last year. It was with the Chicago Takeover shows, mm-hmm. um, and the Suave, and then there was like one we did with like, um, I think Don and Riza. Mm-hmm. We were just getting back like post COVID, just trying to figure out everybody's like temperature and whatnot. Yeah. But we're back. Here we are, Dice Roller Radio, Full Circle, Episode Good 63. Faith. We know, yeah, you need to learn how to do a podcast. We're still here for that, too. But until then, we got a lot of shit to talk about. We got we some got special guests. We got out. someone here now as a co-host. I definitely want, that you know. That deserves a proper yeah. introduction. Let's get an introduction and a, Let a little backstory. Let everybody know who it is. What's up? It's me, MJ with the Magic. Here I am. Uh, joining these two, okay. Dice Roller who Radio. Shot who shot you? Yeah, who shot you? You have a lot of AKs. No, like, but she was featured under her other AK under her other alias in like a art show, like just over the a lot of alter egos. Yes, yeah. So it's just like lives. people just out here living life like Batman, <laughs> switching it up. You know, one day you're Bruce Wayne, one day you're Batman. You know, yeah. Well, today MJ, I'm, MJ with the magic. Yep, here I am. How are we feeling? How what's Happy going to on? Be here. Um, this weekend was hella dope and inspiring. And Alyssa and David were there. Shout out Alyssa. Alyssa's here. How are yeah. you doing, Alyssa? Hey. Shout I'm out. Good. How are you guys? Great. Uh, thriving. Yeah. Thriving, yeah. <laughs> but no, um, it was hella inspiring being around that many people that were like, like-minded and creative and fly as fuck. <laughs> like, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm ready to like bring more of that energy to San Diego. Yeah. And we were even talking about that like to some of the other photographers. They were like, yeah, we don't really go to San Diego. So I'm trying to bring them down here for sure. It's going to be tight. Who wouldn't want to come to San Diego? You know, for anything. Oh, San Diego is where it's at. They don't know. We got to put them on. This shit is dope. Yeah. It's like still like a gem to some people, but it's like the highest rated place to live at and the most expensive. I don't know how those two don't correlate but it's like I think there's just like a lot of creativity out here I've seen it it's dope when the city kind of like comes to life and like blooms with like a big event or like kind of like a series of big things happening I feel like you know with the change of season there's usually like a big thing happening you know in the winter there's like New Year's Christmas parties and and like brands tend to drop like kind of Black Friday stuff and like you know, there's cool things happening, but I feel like in the spring is, like, when the parties start. By summertime, like, everything is kind of, like, underway. That, that time right now. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I feel like right now is, like, a great time for, like, events and stuff. 
To planning out, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I think people have been planning out. Winter time, we're still kind of like in the spring phase, gearing up for the summer. It's like the first summer that people are going to, I feel like, thrive and be outside yeah. fully. You know, I yeah, think yeah. obviously 2020 was canceled. 2021, people were just like <laughs> on, the, on the ledge of shit, you know, and here nice. we are. Yeah, 2021, people were just like, fuck it. You know, if I get it, I get it, you know. Then here we are this year. We're just fucking gung-ho as fuck. Like, we don't care at all. Everyone's outside. Everyone's outside. We're outside this year. Oh, definitely. Oh, exactly, definitely. We're outside. (laughs) Cool. Well, MJ. MJ with the magic photographer. Alyssa, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Give give us a little introduction. All right. Well, my name is Alyssa. I'm a creator. I'm a designer, an artist, a brand owner. Um, I'm a shop owner. I have a shop for my brand filth at 1835 studios i just opened up in march mm. and so yeah it's what I have Shout out 1835 and yeah, jack of all trades got the whole thing going on she said i'm a boss i'm a boss yeah like words. just put it short <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, 18... I, have a, I have a bab in a a BA. bossiness <laughs> yeah that's dope bachelor of arts and badness bachelor's arts and badness you guys have collab right bitch. Oh yeah, you guys collab. Definitely collab. You guys had that shirt with the uh, what's the old cartoon? Uh, Tweety. We got the Tweety Bird collab. Tweety, nah, but the other one, Valentine's Day. The Valentine's Day. Limited edition. Betty Boop. Yes, that one. That's how we started. The Betty Boop. That one was hard. I like that one. Last when you showed me that one. Will you be mine? So it says. I think that's what it says. Oh, be my boo. Yeah, yeah. I got that one. I guess. Tell him I'll go for it. Yeah, it was kind of a tribute to just like. You know, finding my partner, I guess, and also just not only like tapping into your inner child, but having something that's like also intriguing to you as an adult. Mm. So, yeah. kind of wanted to have like both like retrospects, like. Yeah, no, it's a good flip. I think with like your Rottweiler, you know, like design and your and the logo, and then adding it on to something that I feel like most people would identify as like nostalgia and. Just yeah. like with that yeah. whole concept with the love things too. That's it was dope. I, I think like um, you know, the use of Betty Boop, she's a cultural icon and she's like a pop culture phenomenon. Like, you know, that but that was like cartoon before like there the was 50s. cartoons, you know. Or even earlier, I and don't it, know. Yeah, and it and it like appealed to like the masses, like our grandmothers, our great grandmothers were like, you know, witnessing these cartoons for the first time in these like theaters and like you know, historically, I didn't even know, but I found out through the the progression of, like, doing this collaboration that, like, originally Betty Boop is based, based on a black woman. And, like, that's fucking amazing to me. I love representing, like, minorities, brown and black people. Like, that's just what I want to do with the brand. I've always chosen to do that. Um, you know, of course, there's nothing, like, against, uh, like, you know, fair-skinned people, but, like, that's just what I've always wanted to do. And, um, been really like mindful of of doing that to to shine light on that community, um, our community, and um, you know when we were first gonna do the collab, um, we had already like met at one event, and um, you know we we had like talked about you know potentially working on a project together, and uh, I had told my younger sister I saw her at um at her house one day and I was like, hey, I'm going to ask this like brand to to be um, to do like a collab with me 
for Valentine's, but I'm gonna like ask them with like a like a Valentine's Day card, like what do you mean by Valentine's Day? And she was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. So cute. We wanted to make something that was familiar and nostalgic. Also, like, with our references and our own personal touches to it, like, we made her tan. We gave her, like, longer lashes. We gave her, like... Some tattoos. Some tattoos. Just more modern. Yeah, very, like, 2000s-inspired as well. Like, I gave her the Eve paw prints, like, on her chest. Oh, yeah, I saw that was cute. And, like, the spiderweb tattoo on her forehead. It's just, like, the juxtaposition of, like, what counterculture was in the 50s to, like, what it is now in the 2020s and, like... You know, how people look, what's the normal for us. There's all this, like, talk of new normalcy, but it's like, no, this is not new normal. This is pretty much just our normal at this point, and there's no such thing. Like, the other generations had their normal, and this is ours, and so just kind of bringing something that has that sort of retro feel to it. You know, it's not something that I've shied away from, like using the Von Dutch logo, the Ed Hardy logo, Bape, like a bunch of shit. Haven't really gotten that far into the 50s, but definitely taken, like, you know, inspiration from, from you know, the past. Even the quote, do what thou wilt, comes from, like, you know, the turn of the century, the 19th, like, the 20th century. So, it's definitely been using, like, older ideas, but the way that this is has, like, has just kept, like, a very, like, playfulness to, like, the... The collaborations we've been doing, whether it's Betty Boop or Tweety Bird or some of the other characters that we've talked about bringing to life. And even at the L.A. trip, like we got we got some like patches that we'll probably use to incorporate onto some of like the custom like one of one pieces that we've been doing that will still keep building into that like playful, like cartoon theme story. I think like the pieces sort of build on each other and like keep telling that story. So once you have multiple of these, like, collab pieces, you'll see how they work within the, like, the collections that we've built with Rottweiler, the collections that she's been working on the field. Uh, um, and it'll tell a really fucking cool, like, outfit story. Well, it's dope, too, because you mentioned Inner Child. And it's kind of cool because I'm thinking about your story about Rottweiler, seeing the dogs walking around when you were a kid in IB. So I feel like... It kind of all ties in. Mm-hmm. And I had this conversation today with my boy Steven, mm-hmm. who's in Amsterdam. Shout out, Steven. He had his first joint today, and he FaceTimed me. In Amsterdam? In Amsterdam. Wow. So I was like, yeah. Round of applause for that guy. Yeah, yeah. He was like, you know, when in Rome, you know? It's like saving yourself, you know, and then sort of the right moment. Yeah. And that was the right moment <laughs> yeah. for smoking a joint. But he hit me <laughs> up, and he was just telling me, like, don't ever let your inner child die because, like, that's Before what keeps you fuck. going. High as fuck. <laughs> he was lit. Nah, he told me the weed is boo-boo. Oh, and yeah. he said that shit didn't work. That shit is like tobacco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just stepped on out there. But, <laughs> yeah. Nah, but I think, like, part of uh, what every, uh, like, all of us do is um, we kind of just, like, flow and have, a you know, a sense of purpose and kind of follow that. And I think that staying connected to the inner child is a big way to do that. And, you know, your brand and your brand. And, I mean, you guys both have kids, so I feel like it's super important to just, like, live in that kind of stage sometimes. Yeah, to, like, not steer away from it. Yeah. If anything, like, pay homage to it in a way. Like, you're paying homage to, like, how they did with the 
the, what their brand, what the shirt they were talking about. Like, they're paying homage to something that was, like, from the past, but then also bringing it forth to the forefront of this era, yeah. which, yeah. you know, I like to think of, like, in a music term, like, the Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack album, right? Or the right. songs that they do. So dope. Nothing oh, they're yeah. doing is fucking new, right? Yeah, that's done in so many But it's, it's been done, yeah. you know? And it's like, but it just sounds clean as shit. And then it's weird to a concept of people in today's age, like, like I'm, you know in my 20s and then like you know anybody lower probably doesn't know anything about like music from the 50s and the 60s because that's pretty much what they were implementing in a way but it opens up that genre and that to that audience that you know damn this is like the craziest thing i've ever heard like the smooth sound that they're putting all these vocals and these instruments but like they've never heard that before you know because they don't dive in the in Devolves into the 50s and 60s right. sounds. Not knowing, so. like, the influences or the Ex- samples. Exactly. Yeah. It's all from that. Even, so. like, uh, Sacred Souls. I showed somebody them this week. Mm-hmm. And she was like, is this a new band? Or she's like, this is old, right? And I was like, no, girl, this is new. Like, is he's new. younger yeah. than me, you know? And he's out here, yeah. like, they're really singing this music from the soul. Like, that shit, you know, transcended all these... It's years. important that yeah that we like you know if, if you're gonna pay homage you gotta do it correctly but you know it's it's for the next generation to know like where this comes from and then why the stuff they're hearing in real time is as great as it is now you know like your guys like you know you know back then they'll look at this shirt and be like oh that's dope like I'm never like what is that? I've never seen that not knowing that like this this, this existed you know decades ago damn near so yeah it's crazy just like it's like a almost like almost in a, a time loop for some people. Like, we'll grow up and be old, and then we'll see someone try to flip Betty Boop and all that and be like, that's almost 100 years old. That's crazy, right. you know? Yeah. yeah. Somebody, we had breakfast with somebody this morning who commented on the parallel between, like, music and fashion, how um, they're both, like, very much incorporated into each other and just kind of like how we were mentioning, like, there's always influences like, mm-hmm. behind every decision and every, like, creation that's made yeah no doubt that's like it's like almost like our our real life like time capsules you know like or the time machines like Mm -hmm. vintage shit is always so cool because it's like dude look at this shirt from the 90s and you know always got that feel and that smell and like it's vintage you know just like i don't buy vintage for the smell bro I mean, there's a, there's a smell to around. it, though. I'm yeah. fucking with you, bro. I'm wearing oh, yeah, a vintage yeah. shirt as we speak, so I it's got, like... I got my fucking single stitch 50-50. Shirt's LA ugly. Raiders team. Shirt's oh, ugly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she just got this, like, vintage, like... Was it's like, like a Russell? raspberry color gap. Yeah. Brunick from Motown. Hella Sonia. I definitely had that as a child. Yeah. Like, that exact shirt. This is tight. And then the jeans, too. Talking about the jeans. Talking about the jeans. Oh, well, yeah. Right. Fit check. Fuck it. Yeah. Fit check. Okay, well. 1969. Okay. Vintage sweater from Motown. I'm wearing jeans I got, like, three days ago at the bins. We woke up, like, super fucking early. Like, dug through the bins for, like, maybe an hour. Yeah. Look Commitment. At yeah, and I'm just wearing Cortez's. I've had these since I was a senior in high school. So they've been around Damn. for a minute. And what's the lace lock say? You got that little gold lace lock. Oh, yeah, on I got shoe charms, and they say, fuck off. Dice rolling motherfucking radio. Say less. Just like show my shoelaces. MJ got the sand color hoodie. I got this witch house tattoo hoodie. Shout out my 
my tattoo artist in Connecticut, With the Courtney. Town, Connecticut. Like, how, how does like I don't know how old English, which is like all like gothic and like you know from the twelve hundreds and shit. How it's so West Coast. Like there's something so West Coast about old English font, and it's like. 100%. Nothing to do with fucking just writings. Like they, I think they adopted the writing style just on certain like, like formats like graffiti. Well, yeah, but just think about where this like shit that. comes from. No, I know <laughs> it's crazy. It's a crazy concept, <laughs> right? Like Shakespeare, bro. Like <laughs> shit, malt liquor was even old English. You calligraphy. Know, I calligraphy. Mean, they used to teach that in schools. Like my yeah. grandma, like she. I actually like learning about it. The pens I thought were always the coolest thing. Yeah. Like it had like the little flat slide and you could just press down and make like the craziest like shape with yeah. it and then like mm-hmm. bend it over and then it's like a shit. small little line. They could kinda like just manipulate how you write shit. I thought yeah. it was really yeah. cool. Yeah. I love lettering. Cool. It's dope how it's like become infused almost synonymous with like tattoo culture. You know? Yeah, no, but then it's like like you said, like mostly like West Coast like culture adapts that. Like you don't really know I don't really see too many like East Coast like or for the most, like, the South, like, tatting. I feel like... Even, like, portraits. Like, you don't so, see portraits. Like, people do portraits, like, too. Out, in like, the out South, like, there would be a little bit more, like, old English lettering. I feel like I've seen that. But not, like, but not like it is out here. Like, not... Yeah, it's a whole like, vibe. Know, it's a whole culture. Like, hell of that. Calligraphy know. and old English go with together, like, plaid shorts and high socks, right? Oh, well, not even graffiti <laughs> in general, but, like, cholo culture. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll get back to it. Let me see. We're in Logan. So, hey, shout out Logan. There's a lot That's of influence fire, out here. I, mean, I think it's fucking, fucking um, Let's talk about the market yesterday. Sunday's best. Was Sunday's best you know, um, another. We usually have, like, well, we have capacity for, like, 15 vendors at Sunday Best. Um, Yesterday was, like, mine and Alyssa's brand. We pretty much took over brands. We took over, like, the whole dance floor area at Parking Rec. Mm-hmm. And then um, our, we had, like, one guest vendor that was creators only. They ha- also have a boutique there at 1835 Studios. I think that I know, bro, who runs that. Yes. Yeah. So um, we ended up doing, like, a pop-up um, where we had our, like, one one suspended rack. Um, this is, like, the latest, like, kind of collection of Rottweiler stuff. Um, and then I had, like, these three pieces displayed that are, like, three of, like, the, the graphics that are unreleased so far. So the people that came could get, like, a preview of, like, some of the next T-shirt graphics we're about to drop. And then, um, uh, like, we had, like, one rack that's, like, v- like not vintage because it's technically, like, not, like, you know, 10 plus years old or whatever. Right. It's just, like, samples, like, Rottweiler stuff that was, like, printed, but we didn't do a full run, or there's just, like, one left, or something happened, like, or I kept one, or someone else had it, or whatever, um, where that stuff is all, like, for sale, but, like, at a discounted rate, but I don't, I don't really like doing discounts as it is, so, um, I started incorporating this game to where, like, you know, you just roll the series of dice in order to pay for it. You've played. Yeah. I know you've played. Yeah, I've done the dice, dice thing with market. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we had that selection, and then I had one more rack that was just, like, all... Um, it's, like, half vintage and then, like, half, like, um, secondhand. So, like, I would consider vintage, like, if it's single stitch, if it's, like, before a certain year, or if it is, like, you know, obviously you can tell when when things have those elements that make it, like, 
proper like vintage and then there's just shit that's like oh i bought this in chicago or i bought this in san francisco like uh like no one here is gonna have it it's still dope i just have like kind of an infinite amount of clothes so like mm. you don't want to check it out <laughs> yeah yeah so uh these markets are at um at parks and rec parks over and in rec, university rec, yeah every second sunday but that was just like the rottweiler setup like with filth she had like all the pieces that um, she's been working on like the one of one pieces and um, like her graphic tees and hats and everything as well. And we did a lot more, like because we work together in that way, we're able to like accomplish a lot more. Like there's like double the ideas and inspiration, and then like your photo booth through. was dope. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, that was very impulsive. And that was cool. random, but it really worked out. I mean, in my opinion. Yeah, no, Alyssa, tell us more. Like tell so that like you know. They can understand what the photo booth was all about. Yeah, so um, prior to visiting MJ's, like, showing of her photos, we were in the garment district in L.A., and he was just kind of showing me around, like, showing me different hardware stores, like, pretty much just showing me what's good. I'd never been over there. And the spots. We just kept, the like, spots. pulling over, jumping out. There was, a like, a fabric spot. And, like, a zebra fabric had, like, caught my eye. It was, like, hot pink and, like, metallic with, like, velvet zebra stripes. It was stripes. zebra stripes? It was dope. Yeah, I, I thought like, That it sounds was... exotic as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was sick as fuck. So we grabbed a few fabrics. Um, we really wanted to be, like, resourceful and, like, you know, sustainable about it. Mm-hmm. So we grabbed fabrics that would be both a backdrop and just material to you know, design further pieces. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we we were pretty resourceful. We had, like, pillow stuffing lying around, so we had this, like, blue canvas material made, like, artificial clouds. We had a green canvas material. Oh, that's what you guys were made by the photo. Yeah, I saw the, the pictures of that. It was, like, the clouds on yeah, the, on the all, blue. Like, yeah, they were set up yeah, along yeah. the wall. It looked yeah. dope when you walked in because it looked like three little separate sets. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a mm-hmm. nice cool. foot like royal blue nylon material and yeah like she was saying it was like pillow stuffing like that I had got to like make a I wanted to make like a little stuffed Rottweiler with it but I just like haven't and so I think we were driving back or like early in the morning Alyssa was like what should we do like with this fabric and I kind of tossed it out there the idea of making it look like that cloud scene but then when MJ got there it was like it's just it's just funny how it works out like to See the pictures and everything. I and walked into a an intense photo shoot of him and Bubba. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Boogie yeah. Blanco. Shout out Boogie Blanco. Who's DJ? Oh my dog, Boogie Blanco. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was dope. Nah, we had uh, James on the decks and shit. Uh, yeah, James, James holding down. You guys on the photos. <laughs> James yeah. was getting it. Yeah, yeah. So, but James. I like that green one that you did too. The yeah. Mm-hmm. Flowers. We had cut out some flowers out of poster board and stuck them all over the fabric so it just looked like a little cute like wonky garden but mm-hmm. super impromptu like oh yeah very impulsive so if for people who haven't gone to these markets I've, I've gone to a few um before we you know we're starting to have it at arts and recs even uh, uh, park and recs sorry i keep calling it like parks and like it's plural um Park and Rec, you've had before you had it there, you were it's having cool, it. It's just your lisp. <laughs> <With> my lisp. <love. laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was at the other spot over there. Um, 
actually not that far from here, right? You're on Imperial, yeah, right? Yeah, we had done one at... Uh, oh, at Collab. Wait. We've been doing the, the um, Central Village market. Yeah, Central Collab. Village. Yeah, that, that we one. Did, um, you did one at the Courtyard. One Sunday Best at Courtyard. That's And you guys had that mirror. Mm-hmm. That was so cute. The, yeah, that's yeah, the Courtyard. The Valentine. So, like, for people who haven't gone, so, like, what what is essentially, like, what the purpose of this whole thing for there's a lot of different purposes. I mean, in one aspect, it's like, well, we have our brands. She has a full-blown store. You could pull up pretty much any day of the week to shop at. I mean, right. my office is set up for private viewings. You know, if you want to coordinate something, we could do that. But it's like, in this circumstance, it's to get the community together. Mm-hmm. It's like a low-key meet and greet. Me and my homies are DJing. This shit is fucking lit. We're, like, putting time and energy into and thought into, like, Building sets, coordinating to like bring photographers, like shooting our own photos, just like trying to make it fun for people because sometimes this shit ain't fun. Like shopping is kind of not fun sometimes. Like, yeah, you go to well, a store it's like a whatever, hub almost for like you know for people who are like oh like we're all the local brands. I like there's an audience or of people that want to support local. I'm sure you oh, guys yeah. are always like you know yeah. you know that more than anybody, um, but yeah, I mean like there's not. I mean the only times I've ever heard of like things like this you were at the forefront of it you know like Thanks, all the way back from like 2000 and like 15 damn near, or yeah 2000 like 15 yeah, 16 it was dope like being part. jumping onto different pop-ups all the time was kind of cool but then i guess i don't know bro i would get like sometimes you get treated kind of weird like or just treated in a way where you're like i don't want to come to anyone else's pop-up because of the this happened or that happened so like having had the opportunity to like coordinate like the ones and be on the team of coordinators was like really eye-opening um i definitely taken on like the the majority of the work on like several events and sometimes they've you know they've hit sometimes not but it's just it's just learning it's just learning, bro. I mean, not every party is going to be the same, but no, it's really so. dope. When, I don't you know. think people realize the amount of energy and time it takes to coordinate and, like, create an environment. Mm-hmm. And I think, obviously, mm-hmm. you've had a lot of experience in it. So I I think it what really, like, makes or breaks it is, like, the people that show up and their vibe and their attitude. Yeah. There could be 10 people and it just be a fucking dope-ass party because everyone's... Yeah having fun you know or there could be 500 people and it's hella whack you know like Mm -hmm. it's really about the vibe and i think you do a good job at like creating the vibe where people want to pull up and they want to look fly and show off their fit and dance to you know the fucking wild shit you guys play that you know other people aren't really playing yeah yeah for sure i agree yeah and you you definitely hit on something i mean you've been in a lot of our like events throughout the, like better half of the last couple yeah, of years MJ's been like pivotal yeah but then and then you've also held things yourself or like you've been a part of other ones like that have been at like bars you've worked at or like mm-hmm. places that you've helped conduct like as like an event coordinator damn near right yeah. so like yeah I mean how would you say like something like this as far as like a hub for like fashion and music like how big would that is that for something like out here in the city I mean, I think it's definitely, like, some something that people are not doing, you know, and people want to go to these things. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why Rottweiler has gotten a lot of support. And not just Rottweiler. There's a lot of other people who have done 
um, different markets. I know the homie night market, um, shout out the Tooth Fairy, um, had a great turnout. And it's like people want to go to these things coordinated by the people that are in them and the people who like, like we throw parties that we want to go to. It's not being thrown by someone like for profit or just for clout or whatever. It's like we want a dope environment that we would also be at. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so absolutely, like a community um, aspect has to be a part yeah, of it. Like it can't just be some money grab. Type right, thing. I think that's the dope part too. Because I mean, just for like the last couple of months, I've been sharing my office with Tony from Good Faith Gallery, and that's like we do similar things. And like his event is dope and pops, and like he gets like super dope opportunities. That like three of the artists from the gallery are are being um, asked by like the Padres to be like the main artists, like at the opening. Opening day, like, so festival thing. Yeah, like, that's so huge. dope. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what happens when, like, people collaborate. You know, it's like there's room at the table for everybody. And the more people that want to be on board and on the same vibe, like, the more that you can reach. You can reach more people. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's dope. It's dope to see the growth, too. I mean, just in, like, the short time I've known you guys, I've seen shit pop off more and more so that's the goal just keep going mm-hmm. no facts like that's the thing like i think a lot of people don't notice or highlight a lot of times i mean you specifically like i'll give you your flowers like you've been throwing these things and putting on this Thank stuff for you. a while i mean i've been able to be a part of a lot of these events too but you know people like i think we're at a time where like a lot of people are trying to get things going you know again with being outside now it's open like we can start you know kind of bringing back the things we've been wanting to do that were on hold for like the last two years right right so you know a lot of people want to do things that they've like had time to sit down and like be inspired by but you know the work part doesn't match the like wanting to succeed or the results part and i right. you know we find that in a lot of people like they don't want to match the work like you having your own shop listen like your own brand like is like crazy i couldn't even like fathom that like i've only known him to do some shit like that to be honest so like that's that's cool it's crazy because like her shop is like so dope you walk by and it's like her shit like it's her vibe it's set up like that's i feel like i mean for the people i'm around that's the goal like i want to work for myself i want to have my shit the way i want it and it's cool to see that happening around us you know yeah it's yeah. just you gotta work man like just you know just quote the great kim kardashian you know you gotta get up off your ass and work <laughs> that's right just, you know just like a lot of people want this shit to just happen they want the support they want people to fucking love them and show them all this like respect and admiration but it's like you don't really earn the shit and i think it kind of speaks to these events and a lot of the things that we've done in the past like whenever you see like like our brand and like our stuff on on like a flyer like it's stamped like there's an audience of people that will like know like oh that's gonna be lit you know right. for the most part and right. then and where we deliver for the most part too but that comes with like repetition and and reputation work and all right. that stuff and people just, don't see the grind exactly good networking like even this thing with El Dorado which we'll get into in a little bit it just comes with like relationships and then also just being able to deliver you know and consistency like, consistency yeah, exactly it's like in character like all that shit comes together it's like you could have all these ideas, all these plans, and have, like, you know, a, a bad attitude. Mm. And that's not going to get you where you're trying to go. Be disgruntled you know, artist syndrome. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm speaking for myself, I'm sure you all have felt this way, but I've definitely had to learn. 
I've definitely made like some wrong turns and, you know, reacted certain ways that's kind of, you know, pushed me on a different path. But ultimately, it's about like really like putting in the work and just like maintaining that level of like ethics and moral mm-hmm. code and, you know, all yeah. that shit. Yeah, we all. I think we all go through that. That's like the human part about it. Just yeah. like the, what separates everybody is like, how do you react to it? You know, like how are you able to like, fucking like make yourself better from all that adversity? So right. yeah, absolutely, bro. I yeah. woke up the other day and I was I was reading this thing called the theory of positive disintegration. I think we were talking about it on the that sounds deep that, already. Just that, that just that name, positive yeah. disintegration. But yeah, basically, it's like um, like the theory was kind of born out of. Um, like uh, post-traumatic stress as like a like response to PTSD mm-hmm. um, patients, and um, the theory pretty much asserts that like you know it, people go through traumatizing things like experiences that are like really hard, so that we can like overcome that that challenge and like figure out what it is that we need to do to like improve ourselves, you know, and that um, most people. Not most people. It's like all people have the potential to do so, but some people choose to just kind of give up, and some people just choose to like not not better their circumstances, and and then like you know that that's really unfortunate. But it's like you know if you like what MJ was saying, like following the moral our moral code. It's like using that moral code or that that compass to like kind of be your own guide to be be able to actually claim uniqueness or claim to be an individual because mm-hmm. otherwise um they pretty much say that the standard is that people just have a herd mentality and it's just kind of monkey see monkey do yeah within the society so unless you like find within yourself to like you know discern things and make the choices that you got to do to like better yourself then like Otherwise, you're going to just, like, kind of stay following the group yeah. and do whatever the group That's does. That's the key word, though. You said choice. Mm-hmm. That's everybody the thing. I always think it's like, everybody got choices. I live by the... Co- it's like, it's real on real, real, real shit. It's a, a choice. Every single second, you make a different choice that puts you onto the next, onto the next. So it's like, it's a real thing. And, like, I'm sure everybody has, like you said, it's life. Coming out of traumatic situations definitely changed my path, like, completely. That's how I ended up here in fucking San Diego, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but shout out I to made, San Diego. Yeah, shout out San Diego. Shout out Connecticut. Oh, you know what's fucking <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> so when we were, when you said you walked into me and Bubba having, like, our, our photo shoot moment. Yeah. We were cracking up so hard. He kept making the same face, like, every backdrop, every pose. I'm like, dog, like, I didn't know what to do because I didn't want to be like, bro, give me blue steel. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, let me, like, let me think. What am I going to do to get a reaction out of this fool? So I'm like, um, who got the best tacos in San Diego? And it's just crickets. He's all, nobody. I was like, what did he say? He was all, nobody. Nobody. TJ and then I was like I laughed and like we started laughing it's he's a safe like ass answer. no 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 he was saying nobody like nobody got the best tacos in San Diego and we were just laughing and then uh then he started laughing so he's kind of getting out of his show and I was like who got the best tacos he's all TJ and then like because he, he was like nobody in San Diego has the best tacos and then I was like wearing TJ like who got the best tacos and he was like 
everybody. Like the joint across from everywhere. HK. I thought he was about to say Hong Kong. <laughs> I was gonna join the joint across from HK. So we were laughing about that shit. Then I was like, damn, what can I I was like, how am I gonna get this foot to like move his arms? Like what do I gotta say? And I was like, um, how much could your dad bench press? And then like he started laughing. He started laughing. <laughs> so we're like I'm like thinking like, all right, because I was going to set him up and ask him like, all right, how much can you bench press? And see if he was going to say like he could bench more than his pops and like whatever. But this was just like two, not one. I, I don't know. He like gets the number. And then like before he answers, I'm like, how much can you bench press? He's all TJ. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That, we were fucking rolling. Oh, my God. You had to be there. I like caught you guys in that moment. Yeah. In that moment. Shout out, Bubba. So funny. I kept trying to think all day what it was we were laughing about so hard. That shit was comedy. Um, let's get let's go over El Dorado. The little yeah, time that we right. have left on this El Dorado we have coming Two up. Two weeks from today. Yeah. Well, El Dorado for Damn. people who don't know, because this is kind of a San Diego bias podcast. El Dorado is located <laughs> in downtown. Kind of. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. The legendary El Dorado. The legendary El Dorado, not El Dorado like the city of gold. The city. I was just about to say like the what's, what what do they used to call El Dorado like the city of gold or like you just said it, but that's like where they found like Atlantis or some shit like that. I don't know. Well, not there. That's not where our party's at. Yeah. That's not. Oh, that's not that El Dorado. No, unfortunately. It's the grind. <laughs> Yeah. Like, what's the origin name of El Dorado? They found, I don't know. But yeah, El Dorado is a bar in downtown San Diego. We will be hosting um, every last Monday of the month. We will be hosting a podcast in there live inside El Dorado. Um, And we will also be. Much more. And we will be having uh, performers. And yeah, and then we will be having a whole party there being hosted. Whole vibe. Whole vibe. We got food trucks or food vendors coming. Yeah, but bro. Fit. I mean, I wouldn't know. I wasn't yeah. there, but like the footage <laughs> I saw. Yeah, something like that would be but, there. Yeah, yeah, but just nothing but vibes, you know. Just and um, we, did we confirm our our our, um, guest? our performer? Yeah, performer? yeah. Okay. They they are still down and so ready to, to go, go through. Live podcast. You'll find out hearing this or seeing the flyer. Or no, you won't hear. It. We're not going to tell you. We'll just see it on the flyer. How about that? Yeah, the flyer should drop the same day as this episode. All right, well, let's check out the flyer. The flyer is going to reveal all that, and we're going to have a awesome night, and we want people to come out. We want you to come out and network and build and to enjoy yourselves on a beautiful Monday night. Our very first mon- Memoirs Mondays. Yeah. Memoirs Mondays is what we're, we're to calling it. We're going to make this a fucking movie. Yeah. We got a video guy mm-hmm. coming through. Right. Shout out AG. Shout out AG. Shout out AG. Um, yeah, we got a lot of moving parts into this that we want this to be, you know, a fun, successful night. Like kind of everything we hit on for the market, just like a hub for people to come out, enjoy themselves, but also at the same time be able to kind of, you know, network with people that um, they don't normally just see. Like in real everyday life, you know, they're all just there, like, you know, right. for the same purpose, just to have a good time. But like we're all mutual friends, like. And like what we were saying before with the events, it's like we have the stores, we have the boutique, but it's like this is nightlife. This is like our way of like taking our talents, combining them with our friends that are also talented, curating like an evening where like, you know, one of our friends is make, is like the food vendor. One of our friends is singing and showcasing their new music. Obviously, it's our musical like abilities with the DJ and shit and then like 
having a, a guest designer again like Alyssa, like somebody who has experience using like our platforms that we're creating with like the Sunday best markets with other events. Um, you know, and utilizing that, like, you know, style out the performer, like get footage of it, build on that. And hopefully we can open up this platform to other designers and stuff around the city too. But yeah, yeah. that's All what creatives. they have to look forward to for now. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the idea because I feel like it's a complement of both work and play. Like, uh, yeah, it's, and exactly. it's really a choice, you know, like you're going to like party a little bit more. You're going to actually like network, but nevertheless, like they're there for the same purpose yeah. and for the same like reason. Food and drinks, music, yeah. you know. <laughs> Get that early, drinks, chop it up, food, like you know. get to know some people and then stay for the party. We're gonna have yeah. live performance. We're gonna have drinks. It's gonna be a vibe. Absolutely. Yeah, we got all the tools and all the makings to have this be a great night. Um, again, we're gonna have our performer as a special guest, and also to have uh, perform their new songs that they got coming up. Yeah, which and you've it, been a part of. Will? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. And then, and see, this is like this. Is, this is a part of the podcast that's always like blown my mind. It's like when I didn't even realize it it's like i i looked at it like i traded this podcast like i'm a host on here we're like doing interviews with people we're like interested and care like mm-hmm. about your perspective you know and then like but at the same time like we're doing a whole lot of things bro so like, there's a lot of moving parts into yeah, this whole thing it's a lot of hard work too <clears throat> you know and just putting the, the the performance aspect of it i think is huge because like you know, we're talking about just hubs and just like a lack of like a space for people like or artists out here to really have like a like a place to showcase their stuff right. comfortably. You know, we want to have an open invite to artists like and, and, you know, I don't want to make it like to every artist, you know, like we want a, a specific artist that we're looking for. It's not a specific artist. It's like a specific caliber, of a specific yeah, caliber like, of professionalism like yourself, for sure. Way, you know, like we're we're super fucking down to, right. to collaborate. With yeah. Like as far as like, you know, like we won't we're not discriminating on like any like type of genre or like the way the music or, or however it's presented in some sense. But like just professionalism, I think she's yeah. people who I want to network and connect and, yeah. you know, you know, utilize this moment rather than like, you know, tarnish it or take advantage of it because yeah. then like that's where I feel like the, all of us would come in and like identify that and like not let no, it be I, a thing. I think yeah. too being on a Monday gives people opportunity. Like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there's always a million things going on. Like pull up on a Monday. Like you know, like for mm-hmm. if you're an artist, like that there's people that want to go out on Mondays. Like. Yeah, you always you're like always championing that. Yeah, like, I'm the champion. Like Monday is my favorite day. Yeah. Like industry people like come through. Like people that don't want to be in a crowded bar Saturday night like come through on this Monday. Like it's gonna be a vibe. It's gonna be something different and unique. Something that's not happening right now in the city. Yeah, yeah, and like I'm excited to plan like the next few of these and see. Like, yeah, we gotta we gotta all of our friends keep planning. You know, monthly as we go. You know, um, but it's something, yeah, like it's different. I don't really think there's a lot, you know, I think people are still are trying trial and error, that whole concept. I think what we've done, yeah. you know, not so much has been highlighted towards like individual artists. Like it was, it's usually like for specific artists, but like, right. you know, or specific genre. Or specific right. genres. Yeah, and even that into it. It's not like we're building a new bar and shit. It's like, you know, Whistle Stop is there, El Dorado's there, fucking. Whatever bar you want to go to is there, but that like the, we're trying to create these like nights and these experiences 
that will be memorable for the city, for the artists that are involved. Right. And interactive. Like, yeah. be part of the experience. Like, don't just be there. Like, be part of it. Right. Interact. Like, bring your shit 100%. to the table, too. And we're just trying to expose these, like, artists to hopefully, like, you know, fans. Potential fans for them. And just, like, overlap everything. I mean, the many of the people that just were, like, supporters at one point of Rottweiler will will approach me later and be like, oh, I started shooting or I started, like, doing this art or I did this or I'm trying to do this now. And, like, mm-hmm. that shit's fire. Like, people are so talented out here. And it's cool to have this platform for the networking purposes because you never know who you're going to meet out here. Right. Or I anywhere. You never know. Indeed. I, I met him at the first Sunday Best in January. Yeah. We and are then now. by the second Sunday best, I was like helping him with all these like interactive like experiences at the markets and. And now you guys got and collab that. T-shirts and. And a storefront. And mm-hmm. shout out Fizz. <laughs> first like women-owned retail business at that building. So. Even more boss titles just Which keeps, yeah. keeps yeah. slapping them on. Yeah, that's and, right. I mean, I'm 22. I feel like Even more. I'm so freaking. <laughs> just like, keep slapping it on. Keep slapping it on. That's right. Keep going. Yeah, keep, going. keep pulling rabbits off that. You know, I'm, I'm, the like, I'm, I'm the, the youngest. Baddest. I'm a one first yeah. woman. I got this, this, yeah. this. Like that's crazy. In my that's, vintage that's gap. In my vintage gap. That's dope. Well, yeah, I mean, shit, like, you know, a lot of moving parts, and it's just, it's amazing, again, to see, like, where everybody in this room is, like, from what we've known each other all from, like, the last few years. Absolutely. You know, again, like, Can hosting. I interject real quick? Uh-huh. We got Alyssa's, like, perspective of, like, the event, and, like, you know, I feel like I've kind of been talking for her a little bit, mm-hmm. but, like, is there stuff you want to, like, say? Like, you're our guest. MJ... What's up? But like, you're our host. You know what I mean? Yeah, MJ's a host now. Like, that's, yeah. that's something we gotta yeah. get used to. Like, cause like, I, I kind of feel like I've been talking to you like as an interview, which which we are because you're new yeah. onto this. It's but fine. we want we want to know. Get to know me. I'm gonna sit on that we side. We want to know time. about yeah. We want to know about <laughs> your perspective. We're gonna have to be all three of us on the chair. <laughs> yeah, and guests will be here. Yeah. And- yeah, no, we'll, we'll have like a scene. I your perspective at like 1835, what that's been like. But Alyssa, if you want to tell us what, like, you know, having the store open since May and where, you know, what people can expect inside your shop. Okay, yeah. So, um, damn. So, I pretty much I opened in March. And for me personally, like, I, you guys were talking about like choices. And I just really try to keep it like genuine the whole time. Like, I don't want to front like I know what I'm doing because I don't. I'm just, like, having fun and learning and pretty much just putting myself out there, like, more than I ever have. But it's really Mm. paid off. Like, the aspect of networking, I've met so many people, like, through David, through, like, the events, through, like, supporting other people's events that we try to show out for. And at 1835, I, I really appreciate the opportunity that, like, I've... Like, they've given me, but I've also, like, given myself. You earned it. Taking a chance. Yeah, yeah. it's, like, 50-50, I'd imagine, mm-hmm. right? I feel like I've been super persistent. I mean, filth is pretty much based on the fact that I repurpose a bunch of stuff. So, like, I take something that is normally, like, discarded or somebody wouldn't want to wear anymore, and I'll make it into something that's, like, more desirable, like, more embellished, like more personal and somebody's trash like, is another person's treasure yeah. type thing yeah yeah there's a lot of influences behind the name and i just like the concept of being like covered in filth but it's mm. like my stuff 
Yeah. So, yeah. It's dope. Thought provoking in a way, you know, and that's mm-hmm. like what always gets people's like attention for the better or the worse sometimes, you know. Yeah. It's like you want people to see that and notice it. And I think something like a name like Filth is like, you know, attention grabbing, right? You know I love it, I love it. And and yeah. honestly that's like what I feel like the juxtaposition of like, you know, the name and the product is was definitely an inspiration toward that I wanted to sort of bring to you back when when we started talking about the collabs and what we were gonna do. It's like taking like these kind of fun, youthful, like comic cartoon elements from our like childhood and then like bringing them into adulthood with us and saying like using it as like you know using our voice using our art artistry as our voice to say like hey this is like what are, what was then but this is now we're now right this is us the, and this also is us. using your platform like it's being at 1835 studios i mean i was first introduced to it um when it opened and like your space was in there that was actually the first time I even went in there. Um, but it, it's really a dope place to see the, you know, the talent and, you know, people who 10 years ago wouldn't have had this opportunity. You know, if if they were doing it, I didn't know about it. So it, it's cool to, you know, sit here and see you as a 22-year-old take an opportunity that was there, just like it was there for every other person wanting to, you know, have a space. It's like, you got to find those opportunities, make that choice to put yourself out there. It's hella like scary and intimidating. And, but the minute you do it, you feel like the instant payoff, like, damn, like I got my shit because I wasn't scared, you know, enough to not make the move. So it's really like, it's dope to watch you um, be in there. I love to see like the setup. All the little shops are set up differently. I, I would definitely um, say Alyssa's. You can immediately see her vibe and her style. Um, I mean, all of them. They all have their own unique, um, you know, styles that they do. But it's cool to have a space where you can represent it how you want. Yeah. And I, I'm personally like I'm not afraid of failure. So. I, I want to go for it, like, whatever happens, like, whatever direction I take, like, whatever choice or, like, whenever I want to change, like, I'm not afraid of that. I just want to, like, enjoy the moment and make the most out of what I'm doing. I made a, a comment the other day, like, a 13-year-old me would think, like, I'm the shit now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. to me, like, that's yeah. all that matters. And it brings back, like, the idea of full circle, the idea of, like, inner child. It, it's all relevant. Uh, yeah, yeah, all that. That's always a good, like, thing to identify like yo like my younger person like self would be definitely proud of who i am today like, yeah and, and kids what, are fearless yeah. that's a thing when you hold on to that inner child or that like that that no fear mentality that's like all connected you know mm-hmm. like when you're you're little like you'll fucking jump off the the monkey bars like a hundred times fall and get up and keep going like as an adult you like trip and you're like, oh shit, never mind. It's like, nah, you can't, you can't be like that. Like shit's gonna go wrong. You're gonna fucking fail. But you just have to look at it as a, you know, as corny as it is, as a lesson, not mm-hmm. an L. You know, it's not even corny. You just gotta. It's just the truth. I mean, if you spend time in the negative, like you know, holding that shit like over you and allowing yourself to get depressed, like that shit serves its purpose sometimes. You know, but if you're just there sulking, like that shit's not gonna get you anywhere. And that 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 negative experience, that 
thing that caused you that pain or that anxiety or that suffering and you're not you're not taking that and learning from it to progress and better yourself then you missed the whole point right and that's, that's oh yeah and yeah um, before my brand, I was going to San Diego State, and I was in, like, my third year over there. My major was criminal justice. Oh, girl, me too. Yeah. I did that, too. Exactly. I quickly learned, <laughs> I quickly learned that was not the way. Right? Like, I don't know. I, I just... Trying to be lawyers? It or didn't was feel like, good, you know? No. I was trying to be juvenile. Pro- I was trying to save the youth, mm-hmm. but... Parole officer? I was trying to be a or juvenile a probation worker. officer. Oh, okay. But it's crazy to see, though, like... Safe. You have to take those paths to realize, like, this is not for me. Yeah. Or, and I'm sure you learned a lot of useful shit, because I did. You know, I, I, trust me, if I ever get pulled over, I know exactly what not and what yes. to do. Because that's important. You know, it's hella important. It's like life lesson. So that path was for you at that moment. And now it guided you to this new, you know, this new part or this, you know, new journey that's really essentially just one big journey <laughs> that you just have to learn to like enjoy the ride and keep getting ready for whatever the fuck's next yeah prepare yeah. yourself for those next chapters mm-hmm. growing pains bro like just gotta go through them mm-hmm. gotta go through these you know and then coming I mean, like how you were talking about the whole child thing like you know if you don't go through certain things at a certain time and then like you're an adult and you go through these things you react differently like you don't never experience these things so it's like right? uncharted territory it's like these yeah. feelings like it could be a different circumstances but i think they all have like the same feeling you know and it's like how do you react and how do you identify these feelings you know right. yeah. i Growth. think you know with you being as a child i think yeah i was just I, I think it's crazy that you know we're we're all progress through all that you know right. so yeah. that's cool I, mean, I feel like we're running out of time but yeah, we're getting I, to I that. I know we could definitely talk about this for like yeah. a lot more. Well, time. what do you what do you guys see yourselves? You know, with with your guys' passion, like MJ, you're going to be with us doing this podcast thing and mm-hmm. throwing events and just being who which you is, are. Hold on, which is wild because like been with us throwing the events and like helping coordinate everything. Yeah, like, so much of this has been so intertwined. It's just organic. Yeah, like on some like alignment meant to be. Kind of like me and David, I mean, well, I don't know as much, but like me and David be on our spiritual like <laughs> talks all the time. And it's just really crazy when and what Alyssa said, too, about the fear when you just like let go of things that are not meant for you and just like, you know, really tap into the things that you truly want. It's really crazy how things just happen mm-hmm. and they just like get you to the next thing. And I feel like that's where we're at we just came together very like organically like it was i I told you i had first of all i've been talking about doing a podcast since i pre-pandemic yeah and then i got the mic set up and all this stuff i'm like i don't know how to do any of this Mm -hmm. and then like walk in the sound engineer yeah and then like this amazing like graphic designer and artist and it just like here we are now full circle again Full circle. More full circle moments, right? So, but where, so where do you see yourself, like, in, like, say, like, the end of the year, like, with all these, like, plans that we're, like, we're doing, but for yourself as well, like? I mean, my goal, for sure, by the end of the year is to just be working for myself. Like, I feel better at work. I like working. I'm a hustler. No one would ever argue that. Mm. Um, but I'm just tired of you know, putting energy in where it's not reciprocated. So, like, this is the type of thing I want to be doing a year from now on a bigger scale. Like, and 
you know, that goes with everything. My photography, like, that I've been doing since as long as I can remember I've had a camera on me. And now it's, like, just investing time into my own thing. So in a year from now, I hope that I'm, like, busy and booked every single day, like, on my own projects. Booked and busy. Booked and busy. Alyssa, how about you? Where do you see yourself by, like, the end of the year? Like, what's some, like, goals you want to accomplish or things you want to set up for yourself, for your future self? Yeah, I mean, I have a couple of things in mind. Um, Well, one is, like, with my pieces, just implementing all of the, like, facets of art that I'm into and just, like, Mm -hmm. try to see, like, what I could do or make out of, like, combining everything, like, drawing like painting I've painted on like pieces before but I don't know I just want to go harder with it another thing I want to do is um kind of involve myself with the community a little bit more with the area that my shop is in it it's like I don't know it it can get very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. just by like the the type of people who are like around the poverty the homelessness it's bad and I'm I just want to um involve myself in a way where like maybe do more like clothing drives like have everybody yeah. involved I mean there's like there's people at 1835 and I was just telling him earlier I was like we should tell him like make potato tacos like like you know like let's pass yeah. them out like, we used to go hard I mean, mm-hmm. well, like he had he that thing that set up the yeah. like every Tuesday or like well, like the first Tuesday of the month we would like go to like donations that, that used to be like a pizza corner right there yeah and we buy like I don't know like a dozen boxes of pizza, just mm-hmm. pass them out right there on Imperial, and like this whole like like that area you were just talking about with like the yeah. homeless and whatnot. So and, uh, yeah, you know, and then like you know we we've tried to do. Or I mean, I've been a part of trying to help out with like clothing drives. Um, I know he's had a couple of those as well, um, but that's important. That's like I mean, being in the community as well, just like helping out in that aspect because yeah like 1835 the location has a lot of that going on i think that's a big thing too like the word community um people use it a lot and it's like community it means like we're a community the community like outside of 1835 is a community the one inside so i think just bringing that aspect like everywhere mm-hmm. you know i think it's super dope like to be a brand a clothing brand and be like you know wanting to help or just reach people that are not just in your little circle Mm -hmm. but outside and again like just expanding your your outreach to people is super it's a really good goal absolutely yeah no i mean that's you can't can't say any more about it just like i think you guys have been doing great work for i mean others in the community you guys for yourselves you know Mm -hmm. most importantly right so um before we wrap this up, is there anything else you guys like to share? Um, socials you guys have that you want to share? Where can people reach you, follow you, all that good stuff? You guys could follow my shop and brand on Instagram. It's shop.filth. And um, I guess I just want to comment on like everything we've been talking about. I feel like we've talked about a bunch of like change and growth. And mm-hmm. like that in itself could also be like uncomfortable. But, you know, like persistence and... Um, consistency, I feel like everything just pays off in the end. So, Absolutely. I mean, as long as you have, like, the the unity and, you know, like, a, I guess the community. 
You yeah, know, the like, unity, I think, is, is a good word. Just because, like, we're all, you know, coming together. I think we all have problems. We all have, like, different ways of being brought up. And, you know, we all come together and have, like, the same goals or, like, to have the same, like, interests even or whatever. Maybe not the same interests, but, like, we're still all coming together and have, like, the same mindset to like you know if there's like something that needs to be accomplished or done like we all come together and we all play our part and do it and just execute it you know just consistency like we've been hitting on and just being able to like trust certain people and aspects that will always fall through so and I think yeah. you know you've experienced that with him and same mm-hmm. with you MJ and then mm-hmm. like you know I've, I'll probably be thrown in there a few times for whatever events or anything else like sound related or anything in general right so yeah. um yeah, um, just to end on that note, uh, well, do you have anything, MJ? No, I just hope that um, if you're listening to this podcast, like you resonate with what we're saying and mm-hmm. you share this and let people know. I mean, we're trying to like grow this community within itself. Like Dice Roller to me is like a risk taker, movers and shakers, like mm-hmm. people doing things, Dice Roller, that, you know, not just out. being, not just oh. having the idea, but the follow through. Yeah. And I hope that this event, uh, Monday, April 25th, El Dorado, I mean, come out, like invite your friends. I'm calling out like all young, creative, professional people who just like are trying to be in this like higher frequency of and, you know, just like positive vibration to pull up and have a good time. Like, you know, we'll have options for the drinkers, the non-drinkers, if you're hungry, we got you. Just come through. Everything. Yeah, it's exciting. It's our first it's our first dice roller radio event of the year. That's really fucking dope to me. That's I mean, dope, yeah. You just know what's crazy though? Yeah. It's not our first event together. No, it's so, not. It's so absolutely it's not. Like, no. Yeah, no. We did the fucking dice roller the Rottweiler five year anniversary party together. Like if anything Well the Swap like, City show, the first Well one. the Swap City show, no, I know, but I'm saying like like you and me in the back of like rebrew, oh, yeah, like picking out bottles, bo- yeah, labeling <laughs> bottles and shit to yeah. like oh, to like you and me a collab, like you know, running everything, and then yeah, we all run the shirts back. We got we got come up with a cool design yeah. or like something crazy, like for Hell a new yeah. for a new drop eventually. No, I, I would love to, to have some like exclusive dice roller gear, like yeah. merch at the Co- at these coming events. soon. Dice Roller yeah, Radio we, gear. I mean, man, we talked about it a billion times, but I feel like now we well, have no, yeah, all we'll, the resources. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get well, the it's resources. A team. And, I yeah. mean, building the team, like you know, yeah, we're trying absolutely. to add to the team. If you're down to collab and work, and then uh, <laughs> that's true. With that being said, so we got the two, we got two weeks till Memoir Monday. Um, this week we got stuff coming up too, though. Boogie Blanco and I and Danny Rose with um, his special guest Escobar. They um, they're dropping a new song tonight. It's Monday. You probably won't hear this. So about Wednesday of this week, but Friday we're gonna be at Rebrew um, for the Bekeo Friday with Boogie Blanco, Danny Rose. Um, what else we got coming up? Uh, you can check out um, all the new Rottweiler gear at Shop Filth at eighteen thirty five Studios Tuesday through su- Saturday from like noon to about six p.m. Just shoot us a DM. Might be taking a lunch break, something like that. It's just <laughs> something like that. Break. Love smoke break, right? <laughs> Hour long smoke break. <laughs> At least. Well, cool. Yeah. I mean, socials are all still the same for us, right? You know, you can follow me, underscore WLLB. Uh, check out our Dice Roller Instagram. We're getting that back and loaded with content soon. 
follow, um, repost, share. All that. We got videos, visuals coming soon as well for your, you know, visual pleasing, you know. Yeah. And you already know me, Stilo Swap City, Rottweiler. Follow the Rottweiler page at RTWLR, right? Yep. Check out the website, rtwlr.co. Same for Instagram. And yeah, I mean, and just, you know, let's let's all mark on our calendars. You know, we got things going two times, like um, uh, two times a month, literally. So on uh, the second Tuesday of every month, we have Sunday markets at Park and Rec. And then the last Monday of every month, so we got the 25th of April, we will have our first Memoirs Monday inside El Dorado in downtown San Diego. Be there or be square. Come out, network, uh, catch a vibe, listen to some music, catch our podcast live too. Tip your bartenders. Um, Tip your bartenders always. That's super important. Um, You know, shop local, support local brands. You know, I get compliments all the time on, like, the Rosh stuff that I wear and a couple other, like, uh, local brands that I've, like, constantly supported. You know, people want to know where the local, like, dope vendors are. You know, look no further. We're we're literally just laying it up for you guys. It's all these different places, the from food to music to clothing, you name it, all that, to, you know, materialistic stuff, too, whatever you need. To we got spiritual you. spiritual advice, we got you. To spiritual advisors, <laughs> we're advisors too. You know yeah. this. This podcast could be therapeutic for us to like get our shit off. And if you relate and you got something to say, you know, you know, DM us and uh, you know we'll get something going. You know, we want to get this podcast back and going, but we definitely want to elevate it and make it something bigger and better from what it has been um, from the last three going on four years that we've been doing this podcast, which sounds crazy. Damn, to me. that's dope, though. Even to awesome. say out loud. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, thank you guys, of course, uh, Alyssa and um, MJ for being here, of course, and we're going to have you here a lot more, so everybody get used to MJ being on the podcast. Yep, MJ with the magic. <laughs> MJ with the magic. Or if you guys want to follow my uh, photography page, who's, who shot you? You should follow her Underscore page. 35 millimeter. I'm published now. Nah. <laughs> yeah, and again, and follow the Dice Roller Radio yeah. page at Dice Roller Radio on Instagram. And, you know, YouTube, we're going to be on there popping as well, just having our uh, our visuals and just, you know, recaps and just of everything that we're doing. We want to capture it all on video. So check us out on YouTube. And, of course, you can find these podcasts on all streaming platforms that are that have audio from Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, whatever your preference is. We got it. We're there. All right. And on that note. It's Dice Roller Radio, episode 64. 63. 63. I almost had I was like, damn, I was like 63, 64. Episode hey, 63. This, bro. I go by Will Be. Stilo Suave. MJ with the magic. MJ with the magic. There we go. And Alyssa. And Alyssa. <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa, for joining us. AKA Smooth. And we're gonna, we, got, we got a Danny, Danny Rose song. You said you wanted to premiere. Yeah, bro. We'll um, maybe be able to get that. Artists, if you're listening to this and you want to get music, played on our podcast or if you have uh you want us to play music at our uh events over at el dorado shoot us a dm you know we'll be willing to play it obviously so, so. yeah i'm gonna play a song by the homie um ocean no le busques si no quieres ver la baby vestida de rojo lucifer estamos fucked up la botella de estopé y tengo a tu morrita pegadita a la pared guayando Tan tirando, guayando, guayando, bebiendo eso antes.
loco joseando, bailando. Me viene sobando, subimos a tarima y los brazos están tirando.